I didn't think there'd be vampires on campus. It must have been at about 40,000 feet when it happened. <gasps> what was that? You are the Slayer. One girl in all the world. Did anybody say that? Yeah. Guess what? I feel better. Guys, where are we? How are you doing today, Pat? I'm good, Sammy. How are you? <laughs> good. I'm just, I have five pages left of my book, yeah. and I really wanted to get to the end of this podcast and be able to say that I finished A, a Court of Thorn and Roses, but I, I can't say that now because you won't let me finish yeah, it. Yeah, I hear what you're saying, but we also have a podcast to record, so you can finish that tonight. Okay, fine. I will. Okay, cool. Welcome, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Oh, right. We have a podcast, yes. and it's called Kicking and Streaming, and I'm Sammy. And I'm Pat. And we're here to talk about Buffy and Lost. Yes, and we are on episode two of our podcast. We are also on episode two of Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Lost, which is technically the pilot part two. Yes, I have that in my notes. <laughs> Good, I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's your show, so that's more important for you to know. Right. So should we just jump right in and start talking Let's about Let's jump Buffy? right in. Okay, yes. cool. Last week, we saw the pilot episode, yep. which was Welcome to the Hellmouth. That was a two-part episode. So actually, they aired on the same night. Mm -hmm. Um but we did not watch them that way. So, you know, whatever, that's fine. So they aired um, back to back. Yeah, they aired back to back so, on March 10th, 1997. What's the point of even having it to be continued then? I don't know. I don't, I, truthfully, because I was not watching from the beginning. Um, or, well, I, you know, I've watched the whole show several, many, many times, but I wasn't watching it when it aired i think i got in maybe like halfway through the first season mm -hmm. um i don't like that could have been something they added in afterwards um or not you know i mean it's still technically two episodes because the show is only what like 42 minutes long um yeah so it is it is two separate episodes um gotcha so yeah i don't know i mean i do feel like that's something that they do um every once in a while with this show and what's funny is i was reading an article or an interview with joss whedon and he was talking about how um uh you're gonna kill me <laughs> one of the star wars what's the what <laughs> what's the second oh, one boy not not one two three four what's the fifth one are you talking you about, don't even remember are you talking about empire Strikes Back. Yes. Only the greatest Star Wars movie ever made. No, the third one is because that one's oh, the one God. with the Ewoks. I can't do this every week. I can't <laughs> do it every week. <laughs> anyway, I think it was the fifth one that he was talking about. It might have been the sixth one. I don't remember because you know me and Star Wars. Okay. And I'm sorry if that's blasphemy to some well, people. Okay. <laughs> including you. Yeah. But he talked about how like he you'll you maybe you'll know when i tell you this that he didn't um he didn't really feel like it was a true movie because it didn't have an actual ending like no, it didn't like wrap things up mm -hmm. it kind of like left a lot open right so i don't know if that helps you tell me which one it was <laughs> i could look it up but <laughs> yeah no he, empire strikes you know, back <laughs> empire strikes back uh ends classically 
as mm. uh, Luke Skywalker has the fight with Darth Vader. Darth right. Vader okay, cuts Luke's yep. hand off. Yes, And right. then they sort of end with the Millennium Falcon picking Luke Skywalker up, and then they're sort of looking out the window. So it is very much like a cliffhanger. Like, there's not yeah. a lot of resolution, but they knew that they were coming back for the next movie. Right. Well, and so then when did when did the next one come out? I think it was uh, uh, 1983, I want to say. Okay. When did the... How many years later, Pat? Okay, two, three years, maybe. Okay. <laughs> so there you go. So I think I think that was Joss Whedon saying as he was like, I feel like every... I feel like you've got to still have an ending. Like, it has to still feel like a complete movie. And he didn't feel like it felt like a complete movie. So it kind of made me think of that when with these two episodes. Like, you sort of have to watch them back to back or it doesn't feel like a complete story. Gotcha. Yeah, um, and I agree with that because I've seen this first episode the pilot episode three times now i think and so seeing (laughs) the sort of conclusion to that first episode is uh it's quite satisfying because it really it sort of rounds it out and fills it out a lot better as well right so i actually enjoyed Um, this episode a lot more than the first episode to be honest yeah and he um you know and and but there's still like an overarching storyline that goes throughout the um you know the full season yeah um, or at least at least like we know the master is still around right he's not dead his plan with luke is obviously foiled at this point but he's gonna keep trying luke and Skywalker? that's pretty much what giles says no the, oh. um different luke oh is luke the guy with the busted face who's just like jacked Yes, okay. and they do say his name many times, including in, this episode? in the first episode, oh. in the first and the second. So this is something you'll find so out. I'm not know his name. good with names. So well, that's a problem that I have with Lost because there's so many of them. See, I'm better with Lost names for some reason. Oh well, you know that's your show. That so is my show. I'm better with Buffy names. See, there we go. Common we ground. Go. <laughs> your prediction was that. Buffy was going to get out of her little pickle. Okay, I said she's I, in. <laughs> I corrected myself and I said You said she's going to do a kick and a roundhouse. She's going to flip Luke out a window and she's going to have a quip. How <laughs> close was the, I? The quip was pretty pretty ridiculous what you said. Um I think you said something like and that's how you mess with a girl who knows what she's doing, which I was like, <laughs> that's, that could be bad. That's very accurate. <laughs> it could be taken bad. <laughs> and then you said longer term, she's going to bust a bunch of vampires. The master is looking for some fresh blood to get stronger. Probably at the end of the season, Buffy will have to face him. And that will likely be the season finale. So just for context, so you have that. Yeah. But I feel like those are really good predictions. I stand by I those. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So the episode picks right up where it ends with Buffy in a real pickle with Luke moving in to bite her. Right. But, oh, hey, it's that cross necklace. And it burns the vampire. Yes. So that handsome stranger um, gave her this necklace and it comes in handy. Yeah. Um, And so, yeah, burns Luke and he just kind of pieces out. Um, There was no kicking, Pat. So you kind of, you know, you didn't get that right, but that's okay. I didn't get that right. Yeah. No fun quip sadly but there are so many in this episode which is one of the reasons why i also think that i like this episode better yeah we also we get our first uh steak stabber too like steak stabber yeah like uh isn't that what you call it isn't that the action 
<laughs> she she stabs a vampire with a stake. Stake yeah, stabber. Yeah, they they frequently refer to it as stake stabbing. Uh, see how close was I? Stake stabber, stake stabbing. <laughs> I was right on the money. Stake <laughs> they stabber. Don't call it that. They don't call it that. Okay, whatever. That's that's what you do when you're flipping your steaks on the grill. Yeah, and that's what I do. I call yeah. it stake stabbing. Stake stabbing. Um so <laughs> yes, we get our first stake dusting. Stabber. As they will later call it. They call it dusting? Yeah. Oh, because they puff into a bunch of dust. Into dust, yeah. Into dust they return. Yeah, so she runs. She, you know, leaves the mausoleum. She runs uh, runs off a vamp from Willow, then fights some that have Xander, grabbing a tree branch for a stake. You know, Slayer's got to know how to improvise. Very industrious. Yep. Um, Jesse, however, was captured. Yes. So... They kind of get back. Later, Giles drops some knowledge that when the world began, it was overrun by demons. Yes. Xander and Willow are having a hard time wrapping their heads around the fact that vampires are real. Especially Xander. Yep. But I love Um, Willow's response. She says, whoa, I need to sit down. And then Buffy says, you are sitting down. You are sitting down. And she goes, oh, good for me. Good for me. (laughs) <laughs> I knew you were gonna love that. I wrote, I wrote that down, but I was like, "Yeah, that's good. That's probably gonna be Pat's favorite yeah, line." Yeah, or... every time Willow's got a great line so far. She's every episode. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I knew you would love that. Yeah, that's good. Um. So yeah. So they're having a hard time with it. Um. We see Jesse brought to the Master's underground church lair. His minions, Luke and Darla, inform the Master that the Slayer is in town. And they decide that they're going to use Jesse as bait to yes. lure her down there. Yeah, and I I thought it was funny how the the master was unimpressed with Jesse. He's like, mm-hmm. "What is this?" <laughs> yeah, and they're like, and well, "You we, bring we me your others. scraps." Yeah, <laughs> if I was Jesse, I'd be like, what, what, "What's wrong with me, man? I'm, I'm not <laughs> good enough like, vampire meat." <laughs> he's not good enough human. He's not good enough vampire. Poor you Jesse. Know? Jesse's got it rough. Jesse likes being a vampire, and I sort of thought about it. I was like, you know what? Is it really all that bad? Like, say you are a high school kid, and things weren't really going your way, and then you see these, like, bad dudes coming out and killing people and biting their necks and stuff, and it's very traumatizing, very scary. You're at the bronze. You're just there to party, and you're seeing all this happening, right? Yeah. A part of me would be like, you know what? Why don't I just get a bite and like become like part of the cool guys who are like just partying all night and like hanging out together in the tunnels, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's part of being a teenager, isn't it? Yeah, I know. Figure out what uh where you fit in and how you know if you're willing to do not so great things to fit in. Um, Right. I feel like there's a lot of people who wanted to be vampires. Like when I was growing up, like I, I feel yeah. like there's a certain faction of people who, who like sort of aspired to be vampires. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I think these are interesting conversations <laughs> that we should definitely keep. These having are these are just as, uh, fleeting as musings. As the show progresses, yes. Okay. Um, interesting. These things, you know, maybe. They might come up. We're gonna talk okay. up more predictions. Yeah. predictions. But, but yes, like so. Jesse, 
And I mean, you know, of course, like he's like, you know what? I'm this this like nerdy guy. Like nobody pays attention to me. Right. Um. And I love. I really love his transformation. Um. That like you know he's he's kind of this like Cordelia described him as like little puppy dog following me around everywhere. Yeah. And that kind of is what he was like. And then flash forward to him being a vampire and at the bronze again, and he's like. He, they got like sexy music playing in the background and he's like you know just like checking out cordelia like in the shadows right he's, like you're gonna dance with me yeah he becomes he's got some power and like, you know he what it. you know what's that, crazy is cordelia responds to it immediately she's like huh well okay fine like he he tells her to sh- he tells boy. her to shut up he says yeah shut up and she's like okay i guess i'll do a little dance and i'm like right i mean dude that's what it was like being a teen girl. Like you like the you bad didn't boys. want the nice. You didn't want the nice guy. Yeah. And I you know I don't. I should not generalize, right? But I can speak from my experience, as I know, as many of my female friends know. Like we needed to go through a lot of bad guys and get our hearts broken a lot before we were like, all right, we're sick of this now. <laughs> like. This is not going to work. We're not going to change him. But so, yeah. So, like, of but why course, not Jesse, just go for the nice guy? That's what I'm curious about. Because we got to learn the hard way. You know? Okay. <laughs> got to learn the hard way. Still first. not satisfied with the answer, but I'll I'm not it. saying it makes any sense because yeah. it doesn't. Cool. Okay. So, anyway, yeah. Clearly, Jesse is like, you know, he's like, cool. And that's that's the thing. That's like the whole thing about vampires, right? Like, they're supposed to be sexy. They're supposed to be alluring. There's Because, like, that's their, that's what draws you into them. I mean, sure. you know, you've seen Dracula, right? Like, yeah. that's, that's his whole thing. Mm-hmm. Draws you in. Super sexy. Super sexy. <laughs> Especially Gary Oldman, Dracula. Woo. Oh, okay. yeah. Gary anyway. Oldman, anything. Oh, I know. He's the best. Gary Oldman. Oh, uh, Gary Oldman, not in Hannibal, though. Okay. Ooh, I don't remember him in that movie. Yeah, because it doesn't doesn't look like Gary Oldman. He's the guy who's like all, all his, like everything is, was he burned or did Hannibal like peel his flesh off him? I don't know. Don't it remember. Was mess up shit. Yeah. But that's Gary Oldman. Okay. Uh, gross. Pretty gross. Or was that Red Dragon? I Could have been remember. Red Dragon. Red Dragon's the one with Ed Norton. Because that's the movie when I saw that, I was like, damn, this he, this guy would make a great Voldemort. And then he and was Voldemort. Did you really think that before he was Voldemort? Yeah, because that, that movie was was before Harry Potter. You pre-casted him as Voldemort before he was Voldemort? Well, I just remember seeing him in it. And then like the ne- next time I was like reading a Harry Potter book, I he, that's who I like imagined him. Wow, like, that's cause, wild. Because he just had that, he had that like, I don't know the creepy presence. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I feel like he would make a good Voldemort. And in this my head. this master guy reminds me of Voldemort quite a bit. Yes, he he has that gross look, the not human face. Yeah. Look. So anyway, yeah, let's get back to the master. So Buffy tells Giles about Luke's reference to the master. Mm-hmm. And Giles is like, hmm, okay, like let me look into this. And the Slayerettes form a plan. Slayerettes. Buffy will use the sewers to recover Jesse. While Willow and Giles research the harvest, um, Xander feels useless, emasculated. A little bit. Um, kicks a trash can. He wants to help, and he says yeah. that he's not going to, but then he follows Buffy. Yes. 
Um, yeah. Well, because he's like, he's not, Xander's not the research guy. You know, he's like, I'm not going to do this. Right. They, he wants to be a warrior. It. He wants to be like Buffy. Right. Yeah. So Buffy revisits the mausoleum to find the entrance to the sewer system. Handsome stranger shows up. Yep. And reveals his name is... Angel. Angel. Yeah, I totally knew his name. <laughs> predicted that. Yeah. <laughs> not because I told you. Yeah, totally not. Um, Not because he had a spinoff. And he said... What? What? That was that was a different... I thought... Huh? I thought that was the show with uh, Jessica Alba. She played Angel. Yep. Yes. Right? That's what that is. Okay. Wait, he's in that? He's what? Is that show about what? him? No. Oh, okay. All right. You're throwing just, me off. I was just, just making a joke. <laughs> okay. Just making a joke. Um, so he, Angel gives Buffy a tip on where to go. Uh, Xander shows up to help Buffy. Giles discovers the harvest is tonight. Yeah. I like how Willow's the computer hacker. I know. Me too. Yeah. I mean, it kind of checks out, like, as far as, like, I don't want to say cliches go, but, like, as far as but, like building out her character. Yes, but also again, remember we're 97, yeah. right? Like usually the computer nerd, computer hacker is a dude. Is, is a dude. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of great that Yeah, it's that's Willow. true. I agree with yeah. that. Um so yeah, totally agree. Uh da, 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 da. Let's And see I like how else. I like how uh, Willow and Giles sort of become like the headquarters, like the think tank. They're sort of yep. like the people in the van while the you know the operatives go out and do the butt kicking, but they're in contact with their their uh, trusty brains there. Yeah, so that that's like um, that was one of the things that I really liked about this episode is that you start to see where like where each of the like main four kind of fit into the picture right. and what their roles are. Um, you know, so we've got, yeah, we've got, uh, Willow and Giles on research. Mm -hmm. Buffy is kind of like, okay, here's the plan. And then she executes the plan and Xander is sort of like her sidekick. Right. I don't think he'd really like being referred to that way, but that's, you know, let's be real. Hey, he doesn't have a choice in this. We are going to refer to Xander however we please. That's true. That's true. If you got a problem with it, Xander, call us up. Cash me and outside. you know what? Cash me outside. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> We're only on episode two, so yeah. maybe that could change. Cash me in know. the tunnels. How about that? Yeah, don't. Please, don't <laughs> do that. You don't want to be cashed in the tunnels. I did like the um, the conversation between uh, Buffy and Xander as they're talking about how to kill vampires mm -hmm. while they're in the tunnels. And yeah. he's, uh, he's like running down the stuff that he knows, like crosses, garlic, stick to the heart. And she's like, yeah, that'll do it. Also, fire, beheading, holy water, sunlight. And then they talk about beheading a little bit. And how... Oh, yeah, where she's like, oh, yeah, I only had like an X-Acto knife. And I was like cutting through this guy <laughs> yeah. who used to be on the football team. <laughs> yeah. And Xander's like, gross. okay, thanks. Yeah. But he's <laughs> like, also like, it's actually kind of comforting in a weird way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, because it's like, oh, this is what being friends with you is is like right like it's also, scary but oh, i kind of want friends yeah i kind of <laughs> yeah. want like a scary person on my team like yeah, for sure. while we're in the tunnels like i need somebody with some grit yeah, yeah i love that he's like you know he's like well I, I got the flashlight just like turn off the flashlight it's just yeah. so great yeah, yeah yeah um yeah that that was a lot of fun to watch they find jesse oh no he's a vampire yeah they throw him back uh to the rest of the vampires and they run the master is not happy 
I love where he's like, say you're sorry. And the guy's like, I'm sorry. And he's like, oh, that was, you know, see, that wasn't so hard. You've got something in, in your, your eyes. Smash. Yeah, yeah, that awesome. was pretty like, awesome. So many good lines. Just yeah. like such And it, it also sets dialogue. the master up as a real, like really bad dude. I mean, we know he's a bad dude, but I love mm-hmm. it when, when they write a bad dude well. So like they sell yeah. it and they show you why he's so bad. Like, stuff like that makes you hate the bad dude even more. And yep. as much as we hate the bad dude, like, I love to hate the bad dudes. Because it yes. it makes everything mean so much more in the story. It makes you care about the characters, and it makes you root for the good guys. I cannot wait until we get to season seven, which is a long way away. But, like, I cannot wait to unpack the villain in that one. So I have an observation, and I okay. want to see how you feel about this. So. Uh, now that I know the guy's name is Luke, mm-hmm. I thought Luke sort of looked like a Patrick Swayze type. Mm, okay. <laughs> not in the face, but in the bod. <laughs> He's got like this like nice Patrick Swayze fit bod, tight black t-shirt, very much like uh, Dirty Dancing. Mm, okay. Okay. Mm, maybe. Okay. All right. <laughs> Nobody puts Master in a corner. <laughs> Am I right? Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's a no. That's a no for me. <laughs> okay. That's a no for me. <laughs> that's a no for me. I don't. <laughs> that, but, you know, that's, um. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for okay, that. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> so, I'll cut this out. <laughs> All right. Uh, he, so the Master makes Luke his vessel. So when Luke drinks his uh, drinks blood um it makes the master stronger right Giles... so that, hold on well let's back okay. up real quick because yeah. this this kind of came out of nowhere this mm. i didn't quite understand so okay so luke is a vessel yeah. so when he sucks somebody's blood yes the master could feel it like he put out his hands or something and like he could mm. like feel the blood coming through him or or coming yeah to so him when he was wirelessly. putting his wirelessly yeah it, like it's wi-fi a, it's wi-fi yeah <laughs> wi-fi, wi-fi blood. in the church yeah 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 did they even ha- i don't even think they had wi-fi in 97 i'm pretty sure it was still dial up yeah but anyway um yeah so he he when he was putting his hands out and you saw kind of like the shimmering like rippling right that was um so what willow uh, was talking about with Giles was that there was this earthquake that buried this church and the master in it. So he's like somehow magically trapped down okay. there. Um, and he was weakened. So making Luke his vessel, when Luke drinks blood, it makes them both stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, but mostly he's like drinking it for the master. So the master, when he's like pushing against that kind of like invisible wall, yeah, that's like a magical barrier that he's that he's um, starting to be able to push through because he's getting stronger. Okay, I totally follow all that. <laughs> <laughs> so like he for for some reason like he is weakened and he is magically trapped. Yeah down there so the other people the other vampires can leave and bring food back to him yeah or do the harvest thing where they don't have to actually bring food back to him they can just you know kill everyone right there and Mm -hmm. uh drink their blood and he gets stronger so that that's that was that whole deal i had a question about vampire killing and i was wondering if you could answer it i probably can okay 
So how many times can one wooden stake be used? Uh, does as the, long as it's... Yeah, does, it doesn't disappear. It doesn't disappear. So if they mm. dust a vamp, okay? Yeah. I'm really mm-hmm. getting the uh, lingo down here. Yeah, you are. They dust the, the vamp, the right? The lingo. So you can still hold on to it, right? It yes. won't drop out of your hand? Okay. Correct. Good to know. All right. All right. Yeah. Thank you for answering that. Although I will say in the Xbox game, that is not the case. And you can only stake things like a certain number of times and then your stake breaks and it's really annoying and you just got to like keep carrying stakes around with you. I hate that. That's oh. not. But also maybe that's realistic. I mean, how many times could Probably. you use a real wooden stake and how many vamps could you really dust with one stake? Probably depends I mean, on the kind of wood. Maybe a nice mahogany yeah. would work better than like a pine, I would think. Yep, I it would, would think start so. getting dull after a while. <laughs> yes. Okay. We should bring, you know what? We should bring Ron Swanson on to answer this question. I yeah. think he'd have some good insight okay. on that. Okay, yeah. Let's send out an email, see if we can get him. So Cordelia, she can't get any worse, right? I hate when she talks about things. Like, yes. I have... I have to have the most expensive things when I go shopping. And also, senior boys are just like, oh. Because they have cars. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, my yeah. She's goodness. She's the worst. She's the worst. And then Spoiler she makes, alert, she can get worse. Yeah. And then she makes fun of poor old Willow. And she makes I fun know. of Buffy. I mean, there's, She's, there's people know, like this in the world. So There are. There yeah. are. It's so, we got to remember, it's Southern California. You know, so yeah. So I mean, I guess it doesn't matter. There are people <laughs> yeah. like that everywhere. There are people say. like that in my school, so exactly. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> exactly. I was thinking, like you know, valley kind of like valley girl type, but she's not really valley girl type. Like she doesn't, she doesn't come off as stupid. I don't think, but she's definitely bitchy. Yeah. Definitely rich bitchy. She's very, um, she's very uppity. Yeah. Elite. Definitely holier than thou. So anyway, Giles shares with the rest of the Slayerettes the masters kind of deal the harvest what's going on with all of that yep. how uh how he's trapped and the vessel can set him free um buffy's like all right cool we're go-, and you know she's like well you know they're like where are they gonna gather xander's like the bronze obviously like where else do you think that's where right. everybody goes it's the only cool place to go the only cool place yeah so you know uh buffy's trying to go out and and her mom sadly puts her foot down and it's like you can't go anywhere and i will say it's really interesting um well it'll be interesting to watch like their relationship play out and to and to talk about that because some people are really hard on her mom yeah but like you know she doesn't know she doesn't know she's stopping her daughter from saving the world like she just thinks she's she's grounding a bad teenager who's rebelling against her. So like, that's, that's pretty normal. I think that was actually a question I had was, is the mom aware of anything about the vampires with Buffy or is it completely, she's completely oblivious to this uh, slaying? Well, from, from our perspective, from what we've seen so far, I think we can gather that she doesn't know. Okay. Because, you know, like, like we were talking about in the first episode, Buffy's like, yeah, I'm only going to hang out with the living. I mean, lively, you know, and and, mm. uh, and so her mom's like, yeah, you know. Um, and I would think that if her mom knew that Buffy would be able to just be like, listen, mom, there's this bad guy. He's going to murder a bunch of people. I'm the only one who can stop it. And like, 
That's a get out of grounding free card. Do you know what would be a cool turn is if uh, it was revealed that the mom was a previous slayer and that she was like this sort of closeted badass that was like just trying to act like some upright citizen mom, normal mom type. And then Mm. one day she's just like, looks like you need some backup. And then she opens her like mom closet (laughs) and there's a secret door with a bunch of stakes and she puts on war paint. That'd be awesome. Wouldn't that be pretty cool? That would be. But as the uh, intro states, there's only one girl in all the world Ah, with the strength and something. Ah, So I know. There goes that theory. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess that's not going to make my prediction segment. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So anyway, you know, Buffy's like, cool. Okay, mom, no problem. And then she just goes out the window. Right. Classic Buffy. Um, Heads to the bronze to stop the harvest. Lots of fighting happens. Mm -hmm. Xander stakes Jesse. Well, actually, somebody bumps into Jesse while Xander is holding Yeah, he accidentally kills a vamp. Yeah, his friend. Which was pretty cool. Yeah. And and I do love the scene. I do love that because, like, um, well, first of all, like if we back up a little bit to when they first discover that Jesse is a vampire, yeah. you know, Xander's kind of like pleading with him a little bit and he's like, well, are you kidding? I love this. Like, I'm not a loser anymore. Right. And and they kind of rehash that discussion mm-hmm. at the bronze and, you know, Xander's like, I know you're still in there. And, and Jesse's like, no, you know, and, and Giles had even said beforehand, he was like, this is not your friend. He's not in there anymore. Like, you just have to remember that. Um, yeah. So they become like so. a completely different person, right? That's Th- what we are made no to memories? understand. They must um, have some memories. I mean, I would assume that they have all their human memories. They just don't have all. Uh, and now I'm obviously there's stuff that I know, but mm, oh, okay. In but I'm just saying, like looking at this with fresh eyes, Jesse, like it, it's not like Jesse forgot who Willow and Xander right. were. He knew their names or where and he such. was or anything. Yeah. So like. My assumption would be okay. Like he he remembers everything. He the knows knowledge who passes. he is. Yeah, but he just doesn't care about the same things. Like he he's he his main driving force is drinking blood now. Gotcha. And that's what like you know that's what the legends would tell us and Dracula and everything. So so after Xander accidentally kills the vampire, mm-hmm. one of my favorite moments of this episode, mm-hmm. sunrise gag. Yeah, was that's pretty great. good. It was pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> because when she said, what did she say? She says something like, here comes the sunrise or, or watch out for the sunrise. <laughs> I forget what she says. There's something you forgot about. Oh, he because Luke says, you forget. Metal can't hurt me. And Buffy says, there's something you forgot about too. Sunrise. And then, yeah, she throws it. And then yeah. it's in about nine hours, moron. moron. That's what I mean. Like, there's just so, the dialogue, like, we're starting to get good. We're starting to get her quips. Yeah. We're starting well, th- to get. These quips were a lot better than the first episode, I'll yeah, say. Yeah. And then right after that, they dolly in on Buffy and they give her blue light and she looks like a real badass. Mm-hmm. And then all the rest of the vamps scatter. They're like, we don't want any part of this. And then they all run away. Well, after she kills Luke, yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, I love that there's there are two that are like either holding or like surrounding Xander, and she just kind of like looks at him, and they're like, "All right, we're good." We look, they just like run away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like, "I don't want any part of this." Crisis averted, you know. For, for now. now. 
Um, but I, you know, the ma- master's not happy. Um, and I do love the ending to where, you know, Buffy is like talking about how she can get kicked out of school. Yeah. Um, and Giles is like, the earth is doomed. Like, <laughs> that's just the way that it ends. Like, he's like looking back at them. Oh, yeah. He's, he's like, like oh, uh, the, the, earth the earth is, is doomed. doomed. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, these kids. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I just love it so much. Yeah, yeah, there's just, I feel like we're already really into knowing the characters in this episode. Yeah, this episode definitely fleshes them out a little bit more. Like, it's definitely an introduction in episode one, but episode two, we get to see more of their personality and how they interact with each other a little better. And yeah. I'll, I will say that, that Buffy did not annoy me as much this episode. I feel like she had more human moments and not just so sure of herself the whole time. So, so I'm warming up, warming up. Good. Good. Um, I will say one issue that I have with this episode is kind of how quickly they move on from Jesse being a vampire. (laughs) Yeah. They're just like, like, I mean, was Jesse really, he was their friend, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, again, we're, we're coming in this and, you know, we see Buffy or we see, um, Jesse, Willow, and Xander kind of all together, and they they kind of like bring Buffy in. So I would assume that they're, you know, we, we don't know. Maybe Xander and Willow are a lot closer. Willow did make an allusion to the fact that they had known each other for a long time because, you know, she broke up with Xander when he stole her Barbie. Um, yeah. When they were like five or six or something. I forget what she says. So who knows? Maybe, maybe they don't know Jesse as long, but it's still kind of a weird... I don't know. It's just still sort of a weird thing that they kind of like move on quickly from it. Right. They're like, like, well, he's a vampire. Better dust him. Well, I mean, Willow's like, oh, you know, at least you two are okay. And Xander kicks a trash can. And then (laughs) that's sort of it. Um, I mean, I, again, like I was saying earlier, I really, I do like how Xander tries to appeal to Jesse's, you know, human nature. Yeah. Um, But it still just sort of felt like they moved on quickly. Can I just make a really kind of geeky stupid technical um like issue that i have with the oh, <laughs> with this boy. episode yeah sure <clears throat> you're gonna have that with so much of yeah, this I think. nobody's gonna care but the part where the vampires come out of the shadows and they're they're approaching the bronze and i love that scene wait you love are you that? gonna ruin this scene yeah for me? i'm gonna ruin it for you i'm sorry no the yeah. music that's playing uh, no i'm sorry and, like, darla like swings her hair back no that's the worst it's the worst oh, because why? First of all, I'll tell you why. I can't believe we're the slow motion is not real slow motion. It's kind of like okay. this choppy video slow motion that they used to do in the '90s a lot, and it rubs yeah, me the wrong way, and I great. hate it. And it also, they did another video sin, which was they are already at like a standard def uh, resolution, and they punch more into the standard def, and it makes it even like blockier and more pixelated, and it just it it seemed so amateur to me, and it drove me nuts. Right, I feel well, so much better getting that off my chest. I'm, I'm really <laughs> Thank glad you, you for did. listening. It doesn't ruin anything for me because I didn't notice any of that stuff. No, in fact, you loved I don't it. Have, I don't have special eyes like you have. Yeah, not a lot of people have special eyes like me. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that didn't bother me. Um, all right, do you want to move on to... you want to move on to Lost? Lost episode two, 
Pilot Part 2. This episode is directed by J.J. Abrams, and it aired a week after the original pilot aired. So my prediction was that they'll find out the dog is the demon. Okay. The baby will be born just in time to sacrifice to the dog demon. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I think you're still stuck in Buffy mode. I don't know where you're getting these predictions, but uh, I appreciate they're out there, but I, I, I like them. Yeah, um, well, you know. There's something in the woods, okay? So there's certainly something in the woods. I don't know if it's a dog demon, but you know, there's still time to tell. You know, who knows? So the the this episode starts with a flashback, another flashback to the plane crash inside the plane. Except this time we get to see Charlie. Charlie. We get to see oh, Charlie's flashback. Charlie drugs. Charlie. Charlie. Charlie loves the heroin. And he ingests it. He eats the heroin. Okay, so um, I get it. He's trying to be a rock star. But his popularity (laughs) with me took a real nosedive. (gasps) You don't like Charlie no more? Can we just talk about how great my pun was? Oh, nosedive because of the plane crash. And... Well, I guess if it's heroin, that's not something you snort. Is it something you snort? I don't know. I don't don't know. I don't know the drugs. I don't... Was it? No, it wasn't heroin. Heroin, you shoot up. He had cocaine. No, it's heroin. How do you know? Because I read it in trivia. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it was heroin that he was ingesting, which I didn't know that would get you high, and maybe it's just a show thing. Maybe it's just a movie thing. I don't know. I don't have that many druggy friends that I can call and ask them Me about. Me neither. That's why I, I it looked like it, it looked like he had, like, I don't know, the stuff in the bag looked like Parmesan cheese. It looked like... Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's accurate. <laughs> It, it looked like yellow. Yeah, so I, I think like, I think sometimes that? it can be yellow. I think okay. I think it is. Yeah. Look, Maybe we should ask a drug expert. Yeah, Do if there's a drug expert who could write in to kickstreampod at gmail.com, that would be wonderful because tell us we what's... are very uneducated in the world of hard drugs. So yeah. we're too straight-laced and boring. So please just... <laughs> very straight-laced and boring. <laughs> yeah. So please just go ahead and send us your uh, drug information. It's also I something... I want a pot brownie for my birthday. That's all I want. And I just... I just well, want to have this experience. Lucky for you, it's legal in a lot of places around you, so you just need to drive a little. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll just come up and visit you. Yeah. Perfect. So, yeah. So, Charlie's into the into the drugs, into the hard drugs, of which we know not a lot about. Sorry. <laughs> um, and then we're back on the beach, and we see Boone and the blonde girl, who we find out her name is Shannon. Mm-hmm. We also meet, uh, I we, I think we Boone saw them. Boone is her brother. Boone is her brother and Shannon is a sister. Right. So in the last episode, I was like, I think they're probably in a relationship or yes. I thought they were like a couple. So yep. clearly, clearly not. Yep. Well, I, I don't know. I don't know how they do things, but. Me neither. Me neither. I'm, we I now know that they're brother and sister. Yes. So. Brother and sister. I hope, I hope that, oh, please tell me there's not incest in this. I can't. Look, I don't know. Can you I just can't. spoil, please, no, you need I'm to not, spoil I'm that pfft. for me. If that's, I can't, I cannot handle that. It's like, I can handle so much shit, but I cannot handle that. Yeah, I can't, I can't. Oh, See my poker face? This is my you poker face. You are really good at this. I'm not. Yeah. I'm going to have to put books in front of my face. I got a poker sometimes. face. Also, I okay. might not remember. <laughs> so okay. it's very easy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we also get a little bit of the uh, Korean couple. Um, okay, I didn't know they were Korean. 
So yes, they are. That. They are Korean. And I had said that I thought that they were that it was her father, but then I realized I was like, because mm, they didn't show them that much. I feel like in the last episode, right? But this time I was like, he doesn't really look old enough to be her father. And no. then I and then I saw I noticed that they're both wearing like rings on yes. like wedding wedding ring fingers. Yes. So I was like, okay, they're probably he's probably her super controlling husband. Possibly. Also, I love that she unbuttoned her cardigan when mm. he walked away. Michael is looking for Walt, and the husband, the Korean husband, yells something at him. Walt's looking for Vincent, which we find out that's the dog. Right. Walt also the demon. this yeah. What maybe? What? Huh? Hmm? So Walt also finds in the woods handcuffs. Handcuffs. Yeah, that's a, that's a big moment in the show. Uh-huh. Because then it's like, whose handcuffs Who's, are these? Yeah. Somebody's on the loose. Yep. So what was or, going through your mind? Or they got a sex thing going on. Uh, that did not that did not go through my mind. Is that what went through your mind? I like I got to keep an open mind. I don't know what they're throwing at me in this show. That's true. Keep an open mind because you don't know what's going to happen in this show. Right. But I would imagine you can't you probably can't bring those on a plane. I don't know. Handcuffs? Yeah. Well, apparently you can. Well, I mean like sex handcuffs. Oh. <laughs> You're still in the sex handcuffs. All right. Well, so, some would say that just regular handcuffs could be sex handcuffs and vice versa. <laughs> well, yeah. That's what I mean. These are regular handcuffs. So what I'm saying is it pro like I don't think you could just have them in your suitcase. Yeah. Like I feel like they'd make you remove them. Yeah. But I don't know. I've, ne- I've never traveled with sex handcuffs. So. Yeah, you should try it next time. Listen, see, if somebody has e- if someone's ever traveled with sex handcuffs, email us, kickstreampod at gmail.com, and just let us know what happened. If you're a TSA agent and you've uh, run into this, or you're just uh, a freak and <laughs> carry these wherever you go. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, let's not kink shame people. Okay, thank you. Thank okay. you for clearing that up. And I apologize. Let's not. I apologize. I didn't mean to also, say Also, is there a difference Is it if, if there metal versus plastic you're also assuming that freak i meant as a negative thing maybe i like freak okay <laughs> so i'm not gonna freak shame you <laughs> thank you jeez this, we're gonna apologize a lot yeah maybe this we should, podcast sorry. is going oh, off the goddamn rails okay <laughs> so let's get back to the show so saeed Bye. and sawyer okay are fist fighting on the beach what's his name sawyer sawyer i don't like that guy uh, nobody likes Sawyer. I hope he dies. I hope Ooh. he dies. I hope he eats it. Oh, boy. No, I hope he gets eaten Yeah. So, by the dog demon. So what I thought about this, because Sa- Sawyer and Saeed are are fighting because Sawyer is blaming Saeed for crashing the plane. He's saying, yeah. you probably crashed the plane. Right. So Saeed is from the Middle East. And yeah. this this at this time that the, the show was made, I mean, we were very fresh off of 9-11. Yeah. So it's only three years later. Right. So that's like what really hit me when I saw it. I was like, oh, man, this was only three years later. And yeah. this was very much happening all across Everywhere. our country. Yeah. yeah. And and uh, so I just I think that was just like a really um, poignant thing to put in this episode because plane yeah. crash, Middle Eastern guy on it. And then we have this other guy, Sawyer, who's you know, being a jackass and ba- basically blaming him 
based on mm-hmm. his race about this. Yeah, I think they would have been remiss if they hadn't included something like that. Yes. Like, I think, I, I, I think they had to. Like, that's right. just sadly what what is ex- like you're saying exactly what was happening and and like he said he was like i saw you get pulled out of line before we boarded right you know yeah and also oh. i like how it also flips it too and how somebody is basically they think sawyer is the one who was in handcuffs or had right the, or or you know uh, was the bad guy you know they're like oh he's a he's a jerk ass so he was probably the one in handcuffs he's probably you know the bad guy and stuff so um and we find out later it wasn't sawyer mm-hmm. and i think there's a lot of flipping of expectations in this show which yeah. i find really refreshing yeah i yeah. can see that hurley and saeed they make friends because hurley makes friends with everybody he's such a nice dude <laughs> i love so hurley sweet he's i think the best. he's in i think he's in um how i met your mother i think it's the same guy but oh, I, I don't want to look it up so yeah because um, i don't want to know anything about the show Saeed reveals he was in the military. He says mm-hmm. he was in the Republican Guard. Oh, so w- I guess like if I'm putting that into kind of like American terms, would those be maybe like Green Berets? Possibly, but it seems Special like they're, ops. they're. I mean, they're what, they're elite, they're, you know. They're, right. So they're kind of like the high, yeah, probably Special Ops. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. I you got a brother in the military. You know more about this stuff than I do. I would think. Uh, I'm just making an assumption. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We see Kate on the beach, and she's basically bathing herself. And I found this a little gratuitous on this watch. Yeah, I was not a fan of that scene. And especially because they they purposely cut to the full body shot at the end of the scene. Yeah. And then they, they linger on it for like a few seconds. And I remember that shot being in all the promos on abc oh god like of course and it was totally exploited at the look time. at this hot blonde yeah like on a like beach. come on check it out this is you know this is that yeah. sucks so uh, but yeah you know. i was like this is a group like you said gratuitous that's yeah. a great word to describe it the one thing i will say though is i do think it would like because i was like there's not there's no point to this scene like they're just they just want to show a like hot fucking blonde body. She not but blonde. She's brunette. Hot brunette body. <laughs> okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so many people, I can't keep their hair color straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shannon is blonde. Shannon, yeah. Okay. Oh, they also show her in a bikini. Yeah, right. Yeah, laying out. But yeah. like that, I sort of understand more because that paints more of her character. Yeah, that I that I got, and yeah. it wasn't like a long shot. I mean, it was they're like kind of going back and forth, but it, it, it like goes with her, you know, her whole thing where her brother was saying like you you were painting, you were you giving pedicure. yourself a pedicure, yeah. you know, like come on, get right. with she's it, like, laying look at out, what's happening. Right, she's getting a tan, she's like lounging like it's like a vacation. Right, but um, the shot with Kate was like, you know, we had a close up on her face, and then you know we end the scene with a full body shot. Yeah, I will say that the only thing that kind of redeemed it for me is the Korean girl being yeah. there and looking at her. Like, oh, I think, true. I think there was a level, um, and I'm, you know, this is obviously an assumption I'm making, like, because I haven't seen any more than just these two episodes, but it makes me feel like she has, like, a very repressed sexuality. Yeah. And so seeing kate being very free and like liberal with her body like i feel like she's maybe 
I wouldn't say so much jealous, but feeling a little bit like empowered by it or something. Um, maybe or just maybe maybe, maybe a it's just turned on. I don't know. But well, like, I they're... don't know about that. But <laughs> I I think it's showing I I think it's showing the difference right between yeah, the two cultures exactly. and and also just the the characters themselves. So that so that's the only thing that sort of saved that scene for me is that I was yeah. like okay they're they're sort of like showcasing like you're saying like the differences in in culture or her upbringing or whatever you know whatever it is like clearly she's got very repressed yeah so and then we are back with the Korean um, couple and mm-hmm. of course the the husband slaps the wife's hand on the beach and then the husband brings food and i couldn't figure out what kind of food it was it was it something i couldn't figure out either yeah it seemed i i was assuming it was something made with like uh some sort of seafood like oyster or yeah crab of some sort some sort of like raw dish is yeah. what i was assuming me too or is yeah. yeah something like that because um what's the bigger hurley kid's name hurley yeah like he was like no way man i'm i'm starving but i'm not eating that <laughs> yeah i'm in no way that <laughs> that's 100 percent me i'd be <laughs> yeah. like nope i wonder how long i'd survive on an island without eating fish because i can't i hate fish really but at a certain point well, you like sushi you gotta, oh no you yeah, don't but i always get vegetable sushi right you i always like get the like avocado peanut peanut avocado. peanut avocado i had some today actually got some japanica Ooh. got some peanut avocado uh. roll and their westco roll got um it's been so many months since i've had the rolls there i miss yeah, it so, so much good. i'll see if you had stopped by today to get lunch yeah i know so uh so, so Mike, yeah. michael tries telling walt that he'll get him another dog uh walt doesn't like that i mean no. as a kid you know you yeah, totally you're like, you can't just replace my dog. Right. Same thing Who with teddy you? bears or, you know, anything that's special to you when you're a kid. It's like, there's no replacing this. Like, no. you can't just fix it like that. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see that develop because clearly, you know, a little bit later on, he says that he was living with his mom and his mom died. Yeah. For whatever happened, he's not thrilled to be with his dad. Yeah. Um, but it does seem like Michael is his name. Yep, he does seem like he's trying. Yeah, you know, he's definitely so trying. But the, yeah, there's a lot of see that a lot of backstory with them that you know we get a little glimpse of. We get to meet the older guy with a scar on his on his face, who's playing backgammon. Yeah, on the beach. Yeah. Uh, first of all, we didn't talk about what's the redneck guy's name? <laughs> Sawyer. Sawyer. Yeah. How he kept calling Kate sweetheart. Yeah, sweetheart, and he also calls the other girl Shannon. He calls her sweet cheeks a little later. Bitch, no. Oh, I hope he gets eaten so fast. <laughs> I, also, kn- I before... knew that was going to drive you nuts. I cannot. I cannot. Oh, I know. I know. Oof, Sawyer I is going to really get you. Sawyer just, is going to just drive I, you up a wall. I really hope he dies yeah. quickly. because, Ooh, and, and of course he won't because that's what happens. But perhaps, perhaps some characters, some people in the world, maybe there's turn him around some sort of redeeming qualities that we could find in people if we just dig you know i hope so but right now i'm not seeing any right now you're saying kill him string him up first impression you know that's a strong also he also he killed a well do we want to get into that yet we can well we skipped over the scene where they pan up the mountain yeah because they're like 
we got to find a place to get a better signal. And then they're just like pan, 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 pan for like so, 20 minutes. They're panning ooh, up the mountain. I hate to be a stickler, but <laughs> it's not panning when you're looking up and down. It's tilting. Okay. So they're tilting. You pan thank left you. to right. You tilt up and down. Up and down. Okay. All right. Thank you. I learned something today. Yes. T-I-L. Yep. Um, that made me busy. I mean, dizzy. <laughs> Made you busy getting dizzy. <laughs> Am I right? Uh, yes. It made me real dizzy. Yeah. I was like, oh. Yeah. Why do they have to keep tilting? Okay. Anyway. Are, are we are we on to the uh, old guy with his car yet? Uh, or we missed something else? He creeps me out. Okay. So, yes. Very mysterious, right? This character. Do you want to know a secret? No, bitch. Know a secret? I don't he, want to know anything about you. You and he creep also, me out. He also talks about backgammon, which I thought was really mysterious and kind of like, what does this mean? He says, two players, two sides. Yeah, one side is light, one side is dark. Yeah. Do you want to know a secret? I, yeah, I did not like that. That oh. made me super uncomfortable. I was yeah. like, well, you need to get away from him. Get away from he that man. He probably well, was in the KKK. That's his secret. Really? It's not that big of a secret. You think he that's was in the KKK. That's the feeling that I'm getting <laughs> from this creepy ass man. So funny, the predictions that you have with these characters. <laughs> uh, oh my God, he's going to be like in the, like a civil rights leader or something. <laughs> he remi- he, I don't like him also because he reminds me of a super misogynistic client that I had. Oh, okay. Personal connection personal connection okay personal baggage so (laughs) a lot of personal baggage so claire actually takes the korean food and she tries it and this induces the baby kicking which she hadn't felt for a little bit and was causing her a lot of anxiety yeah so i was i was starting to wonder well because like uh, i don't i mean i don't know a ton about I don't know a ton about pregnancy. Oh, I know I've it all. So pregnant. ask away. <laughs> but, ask questions. <laughs> but I would assume, I mean, I know, I know it's much, you're at a greater risk from my understanding of having a um, miscarriage in your first trimester. But I can't imagine that being thrown from a plane in your third trimester is great. No. And so I was like, she's, I do not want her to give birth to a stillborn like i yeah. that was a big fear that i had that but the fact that it bummer. that it kicked yeah that was um, kind of like a nice little ray of sunshine in this episode yeah it was like oh but it's so nice it's probably gonna get fed to the dog demon that's Jeez, living my in the goodness f- such, such darkness such dark- <laughs> what did this buffy show do to your brain <laughs> <laughs> I, no it's what rosemary's baby did to my brain <laughs> <laughs> what age did you watch that at first <laughs> I don't know. Eight. I was I was watching horror like I told you I was watching horror films with my grandmother when I was way too young to be watching horror yeah. films. But no, I think this is more reference to um a Game of Thrones. Okay. A beast comes after the group. Yep. Sawyer has a gun. It's revealed yeah. that he has a gun. Mhm. He shoots what we find out is a polar bear dead. Yeah, and okay, I get it. He was protecting the group. The polar yeah. bear was going to eat them, but 
this is another strike against Sawyer for me because polar You're bears. You're going to go PETA on you? <laughs> polar bears are my favorite animals. Yeah, but okay. How polar favorite? Bears how favorite? And red pandas right up there. I hear what you're saying. For me. But also, if a polar bear is charging at you, is he still your favorite animal? He's about to eat. You. He's still my favorite animal. That doesn't change anything, but he probably needs to die. Yeah. Okay. So you're or, on Sawyer's side. You know, or you know what? I'm in Sounds his... like you're warming up to Sawyer. <laughs> I'm not warming up to Sawyer. <laughs> okay. I'm not. Maybe he was running at them because he he was gonna tell them about the dog creature in the woods. Yeah. Also, when we reveal, forest? when we get the jungle. reveal, jungle, jungle forest. When we get the reveal that it is a polar bear, this is a very, uh, this is exactly how Lost always operates. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, uh, I think, is it Charlie that says it? He goes, guys, that's not a bear. That's a polar bear. And then it goes, drum hit, boom. And then we go to a commercial. Oh, Jesus. That's exactly how Lost operates. So oh, many. I can't wait to see all oh, the memes so when we're done them. with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, then we get a little bit of surgery with Jack. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let's talk about let's talk about global warming for a second. What? What's the polar bear doing in a tropical oh, okay. island? Yeah, clearly it's 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 global warming somehow. He swam down there because it was, uh, you know, polar ice caps melting. Sure. So Jack performs some surgery with Hurley. Hurley can't yep. handle it. Dude, I don't think I can. He passes I out. I would have passed out too. 100%. Yeah, I agreed. I said that would be me. That was <laughs> yeah. my note. That would totally be me. I can't do surgery. I can't do blood. Can't do no. needles. No thanks. When Dave got his wisdom teeth removed. Yeah. Well, you know this story. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they were like, um, do you have anybody else who can drive you both home? And I was like, no, I'll be fine. Just give me some applesauce oh, from my, my purse. So then we go to a Kate flashback on the plane as well. Yes. So this was big because I actually didn't remember that there was so many flashbacks in one episode. I guess there's only two, but yeah. um, I... I had remembered it as being like different character flashbacks for different episodes, Mm -hmm. but this one had two. So I was like, oh, okay. It's not like very episode specific for characters. It definitely like they spread it out amongst the episodes. Mm -hmm. So, um, but yeah, we get a Kate flashback. She's wearing handcuffs and she's being escorted by a marshal of some sort or some sort of man in a suit. Who also calls her sweetheart. Calls her sweetheart because... That's that's what men do. Um, he gets hit in the head with luggage as the plane starts to go down. And he bleeds mm-hmm. from the head. Um, but we later find out this is the guy that... With the shrapnel in that, him. That Jack was performing surgery on. Yeah. And once he wakes up, uh, he asks, where is she? Where is she? Right. So we know that Kate was the one with the handcuffs. And mm-hmm. she was locked up so where does that story lead who knows jack saves the marshal dude wakes up saeed gets he fixes the radio and the radio gets a bar of what do you call that service service thank you (laughs) (laughs) but then they get some feedback he gets a transmission and it's a french woman and the batteries are dying shannon is asked to translate because she knows a little bit of french she's very hesitant it's a lot of back and forth. It's very hectic for like two minutes. I, I feel like it took forever. Yeah. Um, but she slowly starts to translate finally. She says, it's repeating. Please help me. 
please come get me. I'm alone now on the island alone. Please someone come. The others are dead. It killed them all. Saeed does the math and the message has been running for 16 years and five months. Okay, so my fridge was like running or something and it just clicked off. Like it just stopped making uh-huh. noise right and it's like really quiet in my house now and i'm scared <laughs> because we're right, talking about right, lost <laughs> right as we're talking about how this woman's alone on oh, the island and yeah that's, that's you been you're the woman <laughs> oh my god you're broadcasting alone i'm not actually here i'm a figment of your imagination <gasps> what <laughs> directed by m night Shyamalan. <laughs> yeah boom uh so charlie says at the very end of the episode guys where are we Lost title. Great ending to the episode. Excellent cliffhanger. Love it. I want to know how they did not all die on impact. That's a great question. How did they not all die on impact? If there are any engineers out there or people (laughs) who know about this kind of stuff who can tell us. Yeah. Because that didn't. Well, because like, here's the thing. I don't I didn't really think about it so much. Um, They'll land on their feet like cats. Okay, yeah, they don't do that. Um, pretty sure even a cat is not going to land on its feet from that kind of a crash. Pretty sure they could. Um, yeah, and if they maybe. didn't, nine cats lives, are, they got eight, eight Cats lives. are crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like from Jack's, we don't really see the full thing, but like when we get it from Kate's perspective, yeah, they are dropping real fast. Yeah. And it seems to me like they all should have just been like, obliterated well and the plane tears apart yeah yeah so i don't know i I did not take physics so anybody who took physics who can explain that you know listen the people out there who explained the titanic thing and how they couldn't both fit on the door if those people could call us or write write to us (laughs) mythbusters yes there's got is there a mythbusters about this um if there is, that would have you been shouldn't, an expensive ass myth. You should not be mis- Googling this. Mythbusters. <laughs> I can't say it. I shouldn't be Googling it. Okay. You shouldn't be Googling any of this because you don't want to find out the answers. Yeah, to you're right. I don't, I don't, I don't want to know. Yeah, just well, let it I unfold. do want to know. I do want to know. You do want to know, but you don't want to find out. I don't want to find but out. But you yet. do want to find out. You just But it don't will unfold. Prematurely find out. Right. Let the show do its magic. All right. As long as they're going to answer that because that to me is like, oh. Same thing like with girl who's pregnant, like Claire. Mm, Claire. Yeah. Mm, seems kind of unlikely that her child would survive. Who's to say? Seems unlikely she say? would survive. So I But don't know. if it's a mystical force, that explains everything. Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe it's God. Maybe. Or polar bear. Maybe the polar bear caught them all. Like one yeah, by one. See, like, and the polar gotcha. bear was good. Put him, put him down, yeah. The polar bear was good, and, and they Sawyer. shot him, and now the dog demon's going to come after him. Right. And it all makes sense. Great predictions. Well, okay. there we go. So I have some trivia for this episode. Not a lot, but all right. Um, something I should have mentioned in the last episode for part one. Both part one and part two earned really high ratings. Uh, so the pilot episode actually got 18.6 million viewers, which wow. was a record at the time for a pilot. Wow. Um, and then later on, wow. It, it, wow. Um, it won four Emmy Awards for Outstanding Single Camera Picture Editing, 
for drama series, outstanding music composition, which I got to say, I haven't even talked about the music in this show, but the music in this show is amazing. A lot of it, a lot of it, or either all of it is done by Michael Giacchino, Mm -hmm. who is a very famous composer now. I mean, he had done a lot of work before that, uh, but Lost is really where he got very popular. He ended up going and doing tons of movies. He did Up. He did the new Star Trek movies. Yeah, he's he's an excellent composer. Um, so one of one of the best. So yeah, the music won an an Emmy, and also the special effects won an Emmy as well. Which, I mean, hands down, it's one of the best looking visual effects shows. Just the plane crash and stuff, like, looked really good. It might. Listen, Buffy won some awards. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Not digital effects, though. I'll tell you that. All right, you win. (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. Um, So the pilot episode's world world premiere was on July 24th, 2004, actually, at San Diego Comic-Con. Ooh. Yeah, so they actually showed the pilot episode like three, four months, three months, July, August, so three, two months, two months before, (laughs) um, before it actually broadcast on ABC. You know who was probably at Comic Con with a lot of people there trying to talk to them? Cordelia the cast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and everyone's like, "No, we like this island show now. We're onto this island show. It's cool." Oh, sad. Um, Cordelia. <laughs> so J.J. Abrams decided when he was directing this um, that he did not want to do aerial shots, like because they're shooting in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. It's obviously very picturesque. You would think that they would want to do some like really nice like aerial shots of where they are. Yeah. But he actually uh, avoided revealing too much of the island. He wanted to sort of keep the mystery with the characters and make it oh, sort of this. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah. It's sort of a perspective thing, which I, I appreciate. I thought that was a really cool move. Yeah. That's, I mean, honestly, that's probably not something that I would have like thought of yeah i wasn't even thinking about it either until i read it and i was like oh yeah they don't really do that do they i think it's really cool that they're only revealing the island as As the characters characters. yeah experience it it. yeah yeah Yeah, yeah. that's pretty that's pretty cool that's a really interesting choice so get this in the original outline of the pilot episode jack doctor guy Mm -hmm. was supposed to be killed halfway through the two-part pilot oh however if it's halfway through the two-part pilot, would it be in the commercial break? I think, no. I think he was supposed <laughs> to die, uh, like, at the cockpit. I think he was supposed to get pulled out of the cockpit oh. at the end of the first episode instead of the pilot. Okay. Yeah. So, um, however, early readers of the pilot script claimed killing him off would lose viewers. So the producers subsequently cast... Um, Fox, Matthew Fox, in the Mm -hmm. role as a permanent character after considerations of a better known guest star, such as Michael Keaton. So Michael Keaton was going to play Jack at first as the doctor, and then he was going to be killed. (laughs) No, they they just, they thought that it was going to lose viewers after they kill him after the first episode. People would be like, I thought Michael Keaton was So they went with someone else because Michael Keaton... They couldn't afford to keep Michael Keaton on, probably. Right. Yeah, I guess that's a good that's point. That's what I'm saying. They weren't going to keep him on for the whole 
for the whole run because he's you know he's batman you're not yeah. gonna cast yeah. beetlejuice i like him better run. as batman than birdman let me tell you i love birdman i hated birdman. i know so did my wife and so did most people i talk to except yeah. for myself i really loved that movie so when you talk to yourself you feel good about it yeah but i talk to myself in the birdman voice i go hey oh god I hated that movie so much. I know. A lot of people did. I think all of my friends who saw it hated it, and I'm trying to figure out why I love it so much, and I think it's mostly... Because it's so Hollywood. No, it's a technical achievement. Okay, so that's all the bullet points I have for this episode. Is there anything else you want to say about this? <laughs> um, Let me look at my points. As I'm taking notes for yeah. Lost, I pretty much just write out my thoughts or the things that I say out loud as I'm watching them. Right. I wrote, the fuck is a polar bear doing on a tropical island? Okay, we that's normal. that already. Yeah. Oh, shit. What did Kate do? Okay. It's so, like I probably said that out loud when right. I was watching it. Okay. How did they not all die on impact? Okay, And then cover that. all caps, what does Kate know? Because she just had this look about her. Like a mysterious look? Like, like she, she knew something? Oh, okay. So I want to know what she did and what does Kate know? And like, I also appreciate being the idea of like who the inmate was turned on its head. But I will tell you, I didn't really, even when they revealed the handcuffs, like I was just kind of like, I'm going to wait. I'm not going to have any judgments. I'm not going to assume who's the inmate and who isn't. I'm just going to reserve judgment maybe a lot of that has to do with my own personal history with imprisonment. I have not been imprisoned, but True. my mother was. Um, yes. So I definitely know what it's like to get the reaction of being like, oh, uh, wait, what? <laughs> right. So to so, you, it wasn't like, it can't be a female. It can't be a white woman. Right. Like, yeah. No, that was not a thing to me. I will say the the thing that my mind jumped to was um, I, it was actually like, I hope that it wasn't some like petty blue collar crime and that it like that she's like some kind of femme fatale murdered her ex-husbands because they abused her Chicago type situation. I'm like, I hope that's what it is and that it's not just like, oh, yeah, I was like, you know, embezzling money or whatever like i okay. i just i hope it's more interesting than that because like I, i'm that's going always... to have to reserve my poker face for this i know i know i'm not even looking at you as i say it because i don't want to know if you do give it away but yeah that's my thought on okay. that what's your what was your favorite moment from buffy so i gotta go with the sunshine gag that was awesome <laughs> that was so good nine hours moron <laughs> <laughs> i know i love I mean, it it was just it's like come on dude you walked in here and it was dark like, right what? because it, it also got me like it surprised me so <laughs> yeah. and like not a lot of the like turns in the show have like really surprised me but that one actually surprised me so i i, like I love it because it reminds me of hocus pocus <laughs> oh okay and yeah. hocus pocus is my favorite halloween movie yeah i love it so that's much. a good one um, so Hocus Pocus came out in 93, so it was before Buffy. And I, I can't say that I made this connection the first time watching it or the second or third or fourth or, you know, whatever. But this time watching it, 
I was like, oh, this totally reminds me of the thing they pulled in Hocus Pocus where he like they turn like the high beams on and and we're trying to burn the witches because gotcha. they, they did the same thing would would burn at daylight. I also remember um, the sprinkler with the the lighter and the sprinkler. Yeah. yeah yep. I remember that. Um. So <laughs> that kind of reminded me of that. My favorite moment from this episode of Buffy is the scene where Willow fucks with Cordelia. Oh yes, when she says uh, deliver. Yes. So in Press the computer deliver. lab, in the computer lab, they're they're are they're you know in computer club or probably not club. They're they're not in club. I think class. it's class. Ain't yeah. no way Cordelia is going to be in the computer club. Right. So Cordelia is talking to a blonde girl who is one of the um, actresses who actually auditioned to be Buffy. Man, um, she must be so mad. Maybe, but um, so sh- they she's like they're basically shit talking buffy yeah and willow tries to defend buffy and then cordelia says excuse me who gave you permission to exist and willow just kind of like whatever she just like turns away and then she said do i horn in on your private discussions no why because you're boring right and then she really digs in to willow she really digs into willow and then she and the blonde girl are like working on this computer program thing, whatever. And she's, and then they're like, okay, it's done. Like, now how do we save it? And Willow says, deliver. And so Cordelia presses the D E L button, which, as we know, delete. Yeah. And she doesn't know how to control Z. No, so that, this was before control Z was even invented. I mean, Probably not. I don't know, actually. <laughs> I don't think I, it. I, I think it was a thing. I think but it was a thing. ain't no way Cordelia knew how to do that if yeah. she doesn't know how to save. Right. Um. So that made me so happy. Oh, it just yeah. makes me so happy. Yeah, that was a good burn. That was a nice, like, silent walkaway burn, too. Like, yeah, okay, she's deal just with like, it. Deliver, and then yeah. walks away, and you're like, yeah. mm, suck it, Cordelia. Right, and uh, and it kind of got me too, because I was like, oh, she's actually helping them, so she's mm-hmm. gonna be nice. Oh no, she she burned him. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So that was good. That's that's that a good was, moment. Yeah, I loved that. So for lost uh, favorite moment, why don't you pick yours first? I'm gonna have to think about mine. Um, I think mine was finding out that Kate is the prisoner. Yeah. That's a that's that, a great that, turn. That adds an interesting twist that yeah. I I'm excited to see how it plays out. <sighs> I'm gonna have to go with when the baby kicks. I Aww. also I also really that's like nice. that is nice. But I also really like um, when we meet the guy with the scar and he's so mysterious. Oh, I also like so that moment. Creepy. He he is kind of just spooky and. Um, He's like on his own. He was on his own in episode one. He's like just sitting there trying to play backgammon. I don't know. Backgammon is a cool game. I played that a lot when I was little, and like I feel like nobody never knew played it. How to play it? Yeah, I never played it. <laughs> yeah, ne- we used never to play it any. all the time. I played chess and checkers a lot, and then like shoots and ladders. <laughs> yeah. So which episode wins this week? So, I mean, you know, I love Lost. Mm-hmm. And it's a great episode, but I feel like it's more set up, whereas the Buffy was more action. I really like the tunnel stuff in the Buffy episode, which I should have talked about more in the beginning. 
I really mm-hmm. liked all the, the stuff in the tunnel. I thought it was paced really well, and I liked the cinematography and actually the music. Normally, I'm not really a fan of the music in Buffy, but I thought the music fit with the pacing and the cinematography in, in the tunnels and made it kind of mysterious and spooky, and uh, I enjoyed that. Do you mean specifically with Buffy and Xander or also the scenes with like the master? Um, not so much with the master stuff because that stuff is pretty brightly lit. I don't really care about wherever their like little lair is. Like yeah. that seems sort of like, uh, I don't know. That seems very like setty, like, like, like a stage to me, mm-hmm. but uh, the tunnels more so like when Buffy first goes down the stairs into the tunnels and she's alone before Xander shows up. I thought that mm-hmm. was paced really well. And then when Xander shows up, it becomes more fun because they have a little dialogue and back and forth. Mm-hmm. But I did I did enjoy, before Xander shows up, sort of the tense uh, pacing. And then we get the jump scare, of course, when Xander shows up behind her. Yeah. So I appreciated all of that. And I was like, you know what? This is pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> so you think Buffy wins this week? I think it might win this week. It's it's. I mean, what do you think? Yeah, well, I actually, I feel similarly. I mean, I wasn't necessarily thinking about the pacing in the tunnel. But, um, you know, so again, like in, in Lost, you're still finding about out about this large group of people. Yeah. And there's still so much more to discover. But I felt the same way. Like, I think there wasn't as much action. And so it didn't grip me as much as episode one. Like episode one, you start out and it's complete chaos. Yeah. And you're like... I got to know what's happening. Right. You know, like I'm pulled in immediately. And this, this, ep- and but you can't be like that every episode, right? right? This so, one, you get a little bit of a breather. It's a little bit of a respite. We get to understand yeah. more of the characters, a little bit more backstory, but it is a, a lot slower. Like the biggest action we get in this is the fight with Saeed and Sawyer. And the polar bear. And the polar bear, which, right. you know, ends very quickly. But other than yeah. that, it's just a lot of unraveling character arcs and story. Yeah. And so for me, there's, there's still too many characters to follow and remember their names. And there's still so much we don't know about the characters that, um, that it was, you know, it just wasn't as interesting to me as episode one, but I love this episode of Buffy because I, it has so many great lines in it. There's just really great dialogue, really great quips from pretty much all of the characters. Um, and you're starting to see, like I was saying earlier, you're starting to see the main group of Buffy, Giles, Willow, and Xander define roles for themselves the within team. their team. Yeah, the Slayer you know? team. Yeah, so you've got Buffy beginning to trust Giles. Like, she, you know, at first she's obviously like resistant. She's like, I don't need Who's a watcher. Guy? Like, this yeah. isn't, I'm not, I'm not doing this. Um, I only work alone, man. Right, but she's she's like <laughs> she doesn't <she's>, say that. <laughs> no, she doesn't say that. Um, but you can see like already she's trusting Giles. Right. She's reporting into him, helping to formulate the plan, executing the plan. Giles and Willow are on research duty. Xander at first feels useless, but then he makes himself. He turns like I was saying earlier, kind of turns himself into Buffy's sidekick in the action department. Yeah. Um, though he is still woefully unprepared <laughs> to do so. Yeah. So so yeah, I just think because we're in, you know, we've got a smaller group of characters, there's more action that happens. It does, you know, like we were talking about earlier, um, the whole sort of like wrapping up this story 
like that happens in this episode, we're left upbeat a little bit, you know, like they're just like, oh, great. You know, this obviously the masters like we're still going to have to deal with him. But it felt like the end of a movie. It felt like things were kind of wrapped up in a nice little bow. Exactly. But we know that obviously the vamps still out there. Right. Um, But yeah, like if I I mean, I feel like if this were a movie sequel a coming. It, right. But it's it, I think it could have lived on its own. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. So I, I, I'm going to go Buffy wins as well. OK. Looks like we're simpatico on this. Yeah. I mean, we were last week, too. I, I was, you know, I, I didn't want to. I didn't want Lost to win. But right. I didn't did. want Buffy to win. Ever. But we got to, you know, we got to. Right. Put, we got we got to look at it. Aside. Yeah. We, we just got to look, look, look at it. it. <laughs> you just got to look at it and then you got to look at it. All right, what do you think is going to happen next on Buffy? Predictions, the master is going to do some stuff, meaning mm-hmm. he's going to create some sort of reinforcements. I think he's going to go to some blood well, and he's going to pull out some... some uh, uh, Blood well? Vampires. Look, hey, you got the demon dog, I get a blood well, okay? He's gonna I mean, pull. he did kind of come out of... That's where it's coming from. Yeah. Yeah. So he's going to go back to his blood well. He's going to throw his arms in. He's going to pull something out. All Mm -hmm. right. And it's going to be, I don't know. It's going to be more vampire type people. Or he's going to call them from the other side of the world or from a different dimension or something. Because Giles talks about of an alternate dimension or something. Something. Some portal. I don't know. Mm. Somehow he's going to get reinforcements and he's going to start building up a little bit of an army. Because he knows now that Buffy is not to be trifled with. Like, he's got to take this threat seriously, so he's going to have to call in some reinforcements to get to get the fight going. Yeah. Okay. And he's still stuck down there in that lair, so... Right, he's still stuck. He's got he's to go to the blood well. He's going he's gonna to bathe in the blood well. blood well. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I never thought of that as a blood well. <laughs> Just yep. like... It's a blood well. <laughs> I like it. Okay. Yep. <laughs> yeah, what's um, your prediction? Demon dog, still? Uh, I'm still on the demon dog thing. <laughs> really? Okay. <laughs> I think that Sawyer, mm-hmm. the man uh, you hate, is going to try to kill Saeed. Okay. And I hope that he gets eaten. Sawyer, not Saeed. Okay. Who's going to eat him? The demon dog. The demon dog, okay. Obviously. Demon dog eats the lab, the cute lab, who's Vincent, that is demon dog. Yes. Okay. Um, and we find out Kate is some sort of femme fatale who murdered someone, probably a man, who okay. probably deserved it. Maybe several men. Oh, okay. That's my prediction. Interesting. Interesting yeah. takes. All of them. Very interesting. Yeah. Okay. Great. Well, this is a Great. good episode. Yeah. Well, uh, what else are you reading, watching, and listening to, Pat? Else? Uh, watch The Godfather for Movie Club, as you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Do you want to do your Godfather impersonation? Uh, hold on. You do yours first, and I can channel it better. You, you, you come to me. You never, why you never invite me over for Your coffee? Godfather is really good. I know. Yeah. It's really You've good. been working on it I'm all really week. proud of it. And I don't even want to do mine, because it's not even going to hold a candle to your Godfather. All right, let me try. I don't have many impersonations but the Godfather is a good you gotta one for you me. gotta do the movement with a hand. You gotta uh, stick. You gotta stick on your jaw. Oh yeah, with the with Dirty, the jaw. Okay. Yeah. On the day of my daughter's wedding, <laughs> I don't know. 
I don't know why I pronounce I pronounce the words wrong. On the day my daughter, you know what? Oh my lord! Okay, I'm sorry. Can you do a Christopher Walken? No, but you can. Go ahead. <laughs> Yours is way better. Yeah. You. What is this so segment? Good. You blow me you're out of the water. So, no, you're so good at impersonations. I just. It's yeah, funny but it's like people who I know and stuff, which always gets me in trouble. But less on <laughs> like I'm bad with celebrities. Okay, do a Sammy impersonation. Hi, I'm Sammy, and. Do I have a lisp? <laughs> no. <laughs> Hold on, let me try again. I'll drop the lisp this time. Hi, Thank I'm Sammy. Cocoa butter bomb. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. That's pretty much what you say. You All introduce right, yourself and then you say something Sammy about emotion. Is. I don't have a Sammy impersonation. <laughs> okay. I don't think I, I, guess I do. That's good. Yeah. Um, my Christopher Walken is, uh, uh, Patrick, why don't you have more cowbell? <laughs> it's too good. It's too good. It's really good. Those are the only two I got, though. I know. So I know. You burnt them good. in one episode. You should have really spread these uh, out. I should have. All yeah. right, cut this. <laughs> I'll probably need to move further from the mic to do my Christopher Walken anyway. Okay. Great episode till next week. Are you going to ask me what I'm reading, watching, and listening to? Oh, yeah. What are you reading? I always forget. What are you reading, watching, and listening to? (laughs) Well, I'm reading A Court of Thorns and Roses, which you would not let me finish, even though I have five pages left. Yeah, you'll finish those five after this. I will, immediately after this. Um, Immediately. And I actually bought the second book today because Dave and I are going on a like little mini vacation this weekend. So oh yeah, where are you guys going? We're just going to an Airbnb in New York, just a small little Uh, New York, where my daughter was wed. That's that's good. I'm that's definitely better. I don't like how your voice went up an octave though, because that (laughs) makes me think like. (laughs) No, that was good. Okay. That was definitely better than your first try. Okay. For sure. 100%. I'll take it. I can I'll say that with certainty. Take it. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah. You're so you're going to go out just for, just for a little weekend. Yeah. Getaway. It's his birthday tomorrow. Um, so Fun. we're just doing a nice little getaway to some place Fun. that has a pool. Well, tell which David. Which now I'm a little nervous about. I don't know. Tell David I said happy birthday. David. David, happy birthday. I will tell him that. Yeah. Um, I am still watching Cursed, the Netflix series that I'm super into. Oh, yeah. And I heard that's good. it is really good. Um, we're, we're actually, I forgot to mention this, we're watching the show Community, which we never seen before. Oh, yeah. yeah I. Hmm, you should see it. I, I know I have. I actually watched oh. a good chunk of it, but then I just couldn't deal off. with them anymore. I just couldn't yeah. deal with them anymore. They got yeah. to be too We're only five to episodes in, but uh, we're, we're digging it. Yeah. We finished um, Veep, so we had to find a different show to watch. Oh, that's right. I you have never Veep. seen Veep. You yeah. have to watch Veep. It's so I know. good. That's, so that's good. what I've heard. It'll um, also infuriate you in a weird way, but it's also very funny. Yeah. It'll yeah. probably infuriate me in the same ways that um, I imagine that uh, Parks and Rec infuriated me. Mm, no, different. Okay. I'm going to say different. It's right. it's a show like I've never seen before. It's unbelievable. <laughs> you just okay. have to experience it. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Right. Cool. So till next week, we will do episode three for both these shows. I don't know the titles. Do you know the title of Buffy? Uh, yeah, it's The Witch. Oh, it's The Witch. Do you know them off the top of your head? Uh, 
uh, honestly, it kind of falls off at that point. <laughs> cool. All right. Yeah. Great. This was fun. So until yeah. next week, you can listen and subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. And of course, don't forget to rate us five stars. That's the only correct rating for this podcast. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at kickstreampod. And send us emails, but please no spoilers, uh, to kickstreampod at gmail.com. Always remember that streaming is better with friends. See ya. See ya. Bye. Bye.